Welcome to the Free From Wall Street Podcast, where we talk about how to create, preserve, preserve, and pass on generational wealth without the roller coaster ride of the stock market. And now, here's your host, Stephen Libman, managing partner of Integrity Holdings Group. Thanks for listening to the Free From Wall Street Podcast. We have uh Eric Upchurch with us today. Eric, thanks a bunch, man. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thank you. So you run your own podcast, Active Duty, um, Passive Income, right? Correct. Yeah, I'm not the uh, not the co-host. Uh, Mike Foster, one of the co-founders with me of, of, of ADPI, he, he runs that show. Cool. So give us a little bit of background, where you came from, what you're doing now, and kind of yeah. where you're going. So grew up in uh, central Iowa, moved out to California for college. Um, actually, a buddy and I graduated a semester early from high school. I don't know how that happened. Crazy as that sounds. Uh, we arrived somebody. We, we must have. <laughs> uh, but moved out to California for college, went to culinary school, then went to UC Santa Barbara. Oh, where'd you um, go to culinary school? California Culinary Academy. Oh, cool. Okay. I have some um, friends I went to CIA. Yeah, it was, I was a I was chef for a while, uh, but like a pantry chef and just realized making eight bucks an hour, you know, sw- slaving away in the back end of a restaurant. Uh, meanwhile, I was managing a coffee shop making thirteen fifty an hour. I was going, this is, something's wrong with this. I just went to culinary school. Why am I not making more money? And the waiters, you know, it was a, t- uh, a restaurant with 12 tables and the waiters were making, you know, 500 bucks a night. It's nuts. So anyway, Gross. went to college. Uh, joined the military. I was uh, in special operations aviation regiment my uh, entire military career. And um, so I enlisted, actually chose to be an enlisted guy after college instead of becoming an officer uh, mm-hmm. because I, I've always kind of known that I'm, uh, I like to influence people who may have um, growing skill sets and maybe not have as much life skills as me or life knowledge as me or experience as me. So I uh, really wanted to go in there and manage people. I've always been a manager of people since I was 12 years old working in the cornfields of Iowa. So following that, I knew I could go change some lives as a, a senior, you know, a guy with a little bit more experience um, managing some younger enlisted guys. So had a lot of success with that. And then um, bought a house with a VA loan in 2006. A uh, great time to buy a house, right? Uh, a new, new construction house, uh, had, had no, had no, I had no, um, nobody teaching me that, Hey, that this house, you should probably buy it as an investment property with that mindset, you know, which is now what we're doing on a national scale. Um, so that turned out to be a rental, barely cash flow. And I think I was making on a good month, 80 bucks, uh, net positive cash flow, which is better than nothing, but something sparked, um, when I got out of the military, something sparked in me, like, okay, well, so first of all, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and then I looked at my asset, my asset in Georgia, and I was like, okay, so could I duplicate that and actually make more cash flow? It seems like, it seems like Robert Kiyosaki is doing, has done that. So, you know, can I do that? Yeah. So then I started going to some seminars and conferences and reading more and think and grow rich and mindset stuff. And I looked at my wife and I was like, there's something to this let's go in, let's figure out a way to make this work. We're back in the San Francisco Bay area where, and, and this is say 2012. Now we bought a house, uh, with zero down. The cheapest house we could find at the time was $500,000 and it was an attached unit. Uh, but it was gorgeous house. It was, it had all the bells and whistles and it was in a, a great community. But two years later, that property was worth 690,000. 
So we sold that property and kind of looked at each other like, what did we just do there? Maybe some market appreciation. We just capitalized on a great thing there. So now kind of we went into the, we did that two more times with intention in the Bay Area kind of, but we, we added some forced appreciation in there and some market appreciation. All of this is kind of, I, I, I'm shortening this down, but I like to call this our capital building phase uh, where sure. we were kind of hopping around, kids in tow, yeah. um, <laughs> and just building wealth through real estate investing the best way we knew how in the San Francisco Bay Area um, as we were able to kind of ride the market up. So that led us into you know, investing in our first limited partnership deal. I'm currently in 575 doors on the LP side and 571 doors on the GP side. So sweet. It's all gone blown up since then. So it's been great. Yeah. It's, uh, it changes rapidly, right? It does. Yeah. That 571 doors was just in 2019. So my first full year of uh, multifamily investing. Awesome. Yeah, it's exciting stuff, man. So <clears throat> I think what we touched on right before the show started is an important place to start when you're talking about all this. And it's, you know, mindset, understanding that it can be done, thinking a little bit yeah. differently, but making sure that it's rooted and the foundation is in your why. So talk to us a little oh. bit about that and, you know, how those things are connected and what you've seen, what your experience has been in terms of like how to apply that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love this topic because um, if you're going to get into, uh, if it's real estate investing, uh, that's great. Uh, whatever you're going to get into, you can be a success at it if you have a deep rooted why. And I ask a lot of people, what's your why? And kind of the default answer is they'll show a picture of their kids and they say, you know, this yeah. is my family. And, I want, I, and that's great because that yeah. is motivating. And I have two boys and a wife. And um, so that can definitely motivate you. But I would urge you to go one step deeper, maybe, maybe seven layers deep. Why is that your why? You know, why is that important to you that you support your family? Why is that financial freedom for your family important to you? And then maybe the answer is, well, because I didn't have that growing up. Okay, mm -hmm. well, why didn't you have that growing up? And why do you want to change lives? And why? So, so really get deep rooted with it. So I've, I've done that and I've found very, actually very simply that my deep rooted why is I do all of these things for the memory and pride of those who've gone before me for they love to fight, fought to win, and would rather die than quit. We buried a lot of guys in our unit and, um, and I was the burial detail in COIC. So I had to go to their hometowns and do all that whole thing. So to me, mm. pain and challenge is a privilege that we have while we're breathing. So I do these things like right now I'm training for a half Ironman, never done a triathlon before. Um, but I'm willing and eager to do these things because the, if I feel that struggle, uh, even with just the training leading up to it, my comrades can no longer feel that pain. They can no longer feel that, uh, joy of, of finishing the race. So I'm going to do that, but I'm also finishing the race for them on the giving front, on education front. Um, and just, that's what gets me out of bed. Couple that with my personality of, of, loving the mission of educating people, um, mentoring people, real estate, it all couple that all together. I'm in the right place at the right time in my life. I found my, my pit, my purpose and mission in life is to educate, empower, and to help people grow. And, and this all together with real estate is, is really the binding agent that gets my butt up out of bed every morning, excited to do this, excited to help more people, 
got two more coaching calls that I'm offering for free to people today just because I, I like them, I've seen their story, and I'm really excited to help them out and see them progress. So have that deep-rooted why, no matter what you're investing in or what you're doing, and you'll be a success because you'll never quit. Yeah, you know what I love about what you just said is it's not as simple as saying, well, this is what I like, right? This is what I love. This is the, the thing that I want to support, like our family. It's an easy answer, but you're right. When you start to dig deeper, right? And say, well, why is that? Why is this? Why is that? And you're really digging towards purpose. It takes a lot of self-discovery and time. I mean, this isn't something that you could sit in your office in 20 minutes and come up with your purpose for being on the yeah. earth. Yeah. But it is doable. And I think if you do the hard work to dig through your own psyche, your own soul, and figure out why you were put on this planet, when those two things combine and, and they intersect, it's a beautiful thing. Oh, right? it, it, it's and, very powerful. Yeah. And I mean, you feel like the Kool-Aid guy, right? You're yeah. busting through walls. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, and that's, that's how I feel when I wake up. And I think it's such a blessing to be able to do that. Yeah. But it takes work and effort to get there, right? It, it takes getting around the right yeah. people, reading the right books, yeah. getting people around with the same mission and, and saying, yeah, this is our mission orientation. So, you know, great on you for doing the work and for, you know, doing what you're doing and for the why that you're doing it. It's an incredible purpose. We, we spoke a little bit uh, back and forth about some of the giving that you're doing too in terms of like, you know, we, we run another radio show called Finding Success and almost, almost exclusively across the board, what people are talking about when they describe success, it's never monetary. It's usually the why, it's usually the purpose orientation, and it's usually the giving, right? Because we typically want to move from success to significance, right? So, I mean, owning nearly a thousand doors of multifamily that's cash flowing for you is, is great, but what does it allow you to do. So let's talk a little bit about the giving yeah. aspect of what you guys are doing, because that's an exciting project too. This is the most important piece. Um, if you have, you must give. Living is giving. I mean, there's so many things out there that, that make a ton of sense. And um, I'll just put it out there this way. If you're intentional about <clears throat> giving and about your why and what the end result is, it should be centered around helping other people. Um, we live in the greatest country on earth, hands down. We have the most freedom to do whatever we want. Anybody can be a success. Less than two years ago, uh, like 23 months ago, I didn't even know people like us could buy apartment complexes. And here I am now buying apartment complexes and mobile homes all over the, all over the country. So what I do, I'll just tear this off my vision board. This is really important. Annually, so I'm looking at this over and over and over again every day, give $1 million a year is my, is my target. How am I going to do that? I don't, I don't know. It, that, that doesn't matter though. What matters is that my intention is to give away a million dollars a year. And, and through that, I believe that that energy can manifest itself. As long as I match my frequency with, with that uh, intention, that's going to happen. Um, I'm looking at my kids. My kids got me this fake million dollar bill uh, because they know how intentional um, it is to to kind of ingrain that in your in your mind and in your head. So, my goal is to give away. My long term goal is to give away a million dollars a year to charities, veteran charities. Um, in December, I was keynote speaking at a at a meetup in Kansas City, and um, I had set the goal there 
to donate a house to a homeless veteran. Didn't know how I was going to do it. Didn't know, you know, where the money was going to come from. Didn't know any of that stuff. Uh, about two weeks later, I connected with a veterans community project that is my charity of choice now. They're building tiny homes in Can- They had a 50 uh, tiny home community built in Kansas City, all private, nonprofit, um, private equity, uh, nonprofit. And they, so there's 240 square foot homes. They're housing veterans for up to two years, one day. They know now after building that first successful community out that uh, if a veteran has stable housing for 18 months, which they can provide, their chances of staying uh, in a home for the rest of their lives is 95%. Wow. Couple that with our number one bestselling book that we wrote, which teaches people, you know, how to use a VA loan. It's called Military House Hacking. Um, couple that with a VA loan that they've earned the right to use. They can buy a property not, or they can rent an apartment. That's great too, but they could buy a property with no money out of pocket as long as they have credit. And, and the Veterans Community Project builds a 5,000 square foot um, uh, community center on the properties as well. So they can get credit repair services, vocational rehab, dentist work, haircuts, whatever they need. So it's an amazing thing. Their next Next community is Longmont, Colorado, just north of Denver, which we're raising right now for. We've raised 16000 of 35000 that we need uh, to build one of those houses there. And it's changing lives. It's saving lives. And now they've been featured on CNN, NBC. 3,000 communities across the U.S. have reached out to Veterans Community Project to implement their process wow. because it's been so successful. That's so amazing. I'm really, really honored to be a part of that. And I, I really look forward to seeing where that goes. Um, then, you know, another thing is um, uh, Bill Allen is putting together Veterans uh, REI Live, which is the first ever real estate, military real estate uh, conference for veterans. It's going to be 23 speakers, I think, um, kind of first day active investing type of categories, second day passive investing categories. I'll be speaking on military house hacking. Um, and all proceeds are going to go to veteran charities, such as Veterans Community Project and, and uh, many others. So That's awesome. Really cool opportunity in St. Louis. <clears throat> yeah, man. I mean, be hard pressed to listen to this podcast and not hear Bill Allen's name come up at some point. Yeah. You know, this guy. He's an amazing guy. Um, one of my first published Forbes articles was about mentorship and it was specifically about, you know, following in the tracks of him when we started our wholesale business. Yeah. And now we've gone from wholesaling to flipping to large, you know, syndications as well. Um, so amazing guy. Yeah. And he he has a lot of energy. So it's uh, veteranslive.com, right. For people to find the information, it's going to be in St. Louis. What are those dates again? Uh, May 29 and 30. Cool. So go to veteranslive.com, get your tickets. Um, what I love about this is that you you guys are taking what has changed your life, opening up to other service members and saying, Hey, you can do this too. It's like, you know, everybody hears about the four minute mile. Nobody thought that they could break a four minute mile and then it happened yeah. and then it happened again and again and again. It's really just mindset, right? It's a shift to see other people doing it. You're a service member. You've done it. Um, it can change your life. Taking control of your financial future is what we need to educate people about that. They don't need to be beholden to the stock market. Today's, uh, March 13th. And we have had a roller coaster 10 days. Um, the market's up today, a couple hundred points. And what I, what I don't rail against is necessarily the market's always bad. What I rail against on this show, free from wall street is that it's volatile. And what you can't 
predict, you can't plan. So when you're talking about planning for retirement, hope is not a strategy. And we just hammer this, that at least a portion of your portfolio should be in something that is stable and predictable, right? I mean, your apartment complexes in 17 days, rent will be due regardless of what coronavirus is doing, right? So, you know, it's something that we need to let people know it's out there, it's available. You can take care of your own family, your own financial future, your own giving, your own purpose. Nobody else is going to do it. Warren Buffett famously says it's the only place in the world where somebody will drive their Rolls Royce to take advice from somebody that took the subway in as Wall Street. I mean, the problem is that people are taking investment advice from salespeople, right? right. So, I mean, a salesperson is going to get paid off of selling you a product. They're not investors. So get in a room like this at Veterans Live, listen to your podcast like that, and take it, start taking advice from people that are investors because those are the ones that are actually changing their own futures and have some value to offer to the audiences that are listening. Yeah, I'll give you a great example of that also. Um, so I teach a uh, financial foundations course to uh, in my company. I still have a full-time W-2 job in sales um, as well. And <clears throat> so I'm known as the guy who kind of knows about investing at our company. So I volunteered my time to kind of just even just Dave Ramsey breakdown 101 for people who are new to the company or young people out of college or whatever. Sure. But uh, so every year we have this annual get together with Edward Jones and American funds and they come and they do their spiel. And I'm the guy sitting in the back of the room going, don't do it. Okay. <laughs> so, so they're pitching their, you know, 20, 20, 40 target funds and, you know, things that when, whenever you're ready to just, just plug it in here and we'll monitor it once a year and we'll, no, no, no. So I went up to him and, and I said, actually, no, not even up to him. I, I raised my hand in the back of the room and I said, so where's your index fund? And, and they said, well, we don't offer an index fund right now. And, and come, come to find out, you know, and I'm not a, a, an expert in this. I just know that S&P index is going to be more valuable to the people at my company investing uh, long-term than the target date funds that they set and forget and, and quote unquote, evaluate and, and change as needed and whatever. Sure. So um, now they offer an S&P index fund at my company, uh, but only because I brought that up. They don't make yeah. as much money on it probably. So they didn't offer it, um, but I just thought that, that was an interesting kind of correlation that, uh, you know, when you're talking about salesmen doing what they got to do, I, I don't blame them because their company is telling them to sell certain funds. That's you right. Know? I mean, and, you can't um, call Fidelity and say, hey, I want to invest into this apartment complex. And the yeah. reason is, is because they don't know how to capitalize on it, yep. right? They know how to capitalize on annuities now, recently. Um, and some of these different funds because they get paid fees off of it, which is fine, right? But you just have to have your eyes wide open when walking into these things oh, yeah. and saying, hey, if I'm going to invest in this, I know what it is that I'm investing in. And I'm not just going to turn my hard-earned money over to somebody that is going to basically put it on an algorithmic trading system, right? Where, I mean, yeah. the market's tanking because a lot of these Edward Jones and Fidelity brokers have things set up on algorithms to once they hit a certain threshold, it dumps all its shares of that. So that's, that's actually producing even a worse outcome in the market. I'm not an expert in this either, right? I don't have anything in the stock market anymore. I saw my dad lose half of his wealth in 2008 and then he passed away, wasn't able to ride the market back up. Like this is not a uh, unique story by any means. Mm-hmm. If you're close to retirement or, you know, God forbid you lose your life in that time frame before the market gets to ride back up, you pass significantly less money down to your kids, right? So 
just go in eyes wide open, understand that financial education is not a dirty word, right? Money is not taboo. We just filmed a, um, a YouTube video with my daughter. She's six about how to make your kids millionaires and when that will happen based on what we're investing into. And, um, just, just be able to take control of your financial future. So I love what you guys are doing because you're getting people out there listening to what you're doing and saying, oh, hey, you know, this this is the four minute mile for me. I can do this. I can change my life. I could take control of my financial future. So yeah, we, we've, we've really taken, so active duty, passive income is obviously a play on words, um, but sure. we're, we're serving veterans as well. It's not all just active duty members, but because we created a, an amazing community first and, and our, our, our grand Grand vision is to help a million veterans and active duty service members find financial freedom through real estate investing. And we're able to do that now because we create a, we built a community really before a product. Uh, yeah, now we have the best, number one best-selling book and we have education courses specific to military and what their, you know, what their unique abilities are. But um, we now have the first ever uh, employee-owned stock option mortgage branch nationwide where the loan officers own the branch as well. Um, we have a commercial division now. We have an insurance company for whole and term life. Um, so it's just, it's growing. We have, a, a, we have 25 meetups nationwide. We have a, a, a group of real estate agents that were training how to teach veterans how to buy like an investment instead of mm. a primary residence. That's changing the face of, of how veterans look at real estate because we move every two to three years. Actually now even one, one to three years. Right. And if you can buy a fourplex with no money down and you move in a year and refinance that into a conventional loan uh, or two years, whatever it is, yep. whatever that makes the numbers work, you, you're buying fourplexes across the U.S. with no money out of pocket and, and just at every duty station that you go to. And that's what our book is about. But it's, that's what our whole mission is. And it's just amazing to see our financial services division and just all these amazing things happen to do better, cheaper things for veterans that are just not previously taught. I mean, the, the military is great at teaching, teaching war fighters, you know, how to fight wars, but they're not great at the financial uh, education piece. And that's where we come in and we're, we're passionate about it because we've been there. We're all veterans yeah. and active duty. So, well, and, and to your point, I mean, can't even blame the military for that. Colleges no. don't do this. Not yeah, right? yeah. I mean, I went, right. to I went to Boston University. <laughs> yeah. and I, I didn't come out knowing any of this stuff either. So, yeah. you know, I think the financial education piece is really a missing component across the board, right? So I love the fact that you guys are on a mission to create some wealthy warriors. Yeah. You know, we support that mission. We're really excited about what you guys are doing. And, uh, you know, a piece of what we're doing is the invest with purpose piece. So we, you know, we, carve out a piece of equity into every uh, large scale commercial project that we do for a nonprofit. And uh, we'll chat off air about how we're looking to do that in the future and what partnership opportunities lie in, you know, the deals that we were able to accomplish in 2019, the uh, equity that we were able to give away will create a million dollars in passive income for those nonprofits over the next five years. And we expect wow. that to continue That's on and on and on. Good for you. So, That's, you know, so awesome through these deals, right? The, the ability to give abundantly comes through these types of deals that we're doing. So, you know, $75 million in acquisitions last year, targeting a hundred million this year. And uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a real hockey stick and, you know, it's all due to the mentors that we have in our lives and opening our eyes, the, the fact that we can do what we're doing. Absolutely. You know, you must, have, so. you must have a hell of a team behind you too. Of course. Yep. And, um, th that team continues to grow and, you know, we'll be on a plane on Monday looking at 
217 units that were, uh, that were under contract on and, you know, everybody's converging down there. We'll walk all these units and it's, uh, it's exciting. It's, you know, it's, uh, and you'll, you don't have to do 150 transactions a year either to make, yeah. Type of money. Exactly. Yeah. I learned that about, uh, about the single family. We did, uh, my buddy and I did, uh, like seven, seven flips or, you know, uh, uh, Burr properties buy and hold. And, uh, then I, I saw the multifamily, I went to a multifamily conference and I was just like, wait a minute, there's this whole other world. Like, I don't need to, these refinances are killing me and I can just like, I can buy a hundred doors at a time. Yeah. (laughs) Well, what's amazing is it took me 10 years to have that aha moment. I don't know how long it took you, but I I got thrown into it by accident almost. So I love that. I mean, I mean, we look back now and of course it it was beneficial for us to go through that, you know, flipping a thousand houses before we started buying Mm -hmm. large scale multifamily. It gave us a lot of credibility. Absolutely. But I'll tell you, the comparison, there is no comparison in terms of how active and how highly taxed those types of jobs are versus how passive and how tax-free these types of deals are, right? I mean, if you read Tax-Free Wealth by Tom Wheelwright, who's Kiyosaki's CPA, I mean, it's just, it's brilliant stuff. And understanding how the wealthy stay wealthy is by playing within the confines of what the government teaches you to do through the tax code. You know, I think people used to be afraid of the IRS and maybe most people still are. I was at one point and now I'm reading the tax code as if it's a playbook. How do I not pay taxes? And the government tells you how to not do that. So commercial real estate, oil and gas wells, those are the places to, to be able to take advantage of those tax benefits. You know, we have a lot of, um, active and former uh, duty guys that have invested with us and they've been able to roll their TSPs over into these deals and self-direct those types of things. I mean, so there's a lot of opportunity and, you know, so anyway, we can go on forever about all this stuff, but thank you so much for sharing your story, Eric. Anything, um, how can people find you online? I know obviously active duty uh, passive income podcast is one way to listen to some more of your story, but where can people find you? Yeah. So active duty, passive income.com. Um, obviously we, if you're a military member, our Facebook groups, uh, approaching 10,000, we're adding about a thousand members a month at this point. So growing community there, uh, you can find me on Facebook for sure. Just look up Eric Upchurch and my smiling face will be on there. And then uh, real Eric Upchurch on Instagram. Awesome, man. So one more time, it's veteranslive.com in St. Louis in just a couple of months. Make sure you check that out. And, um, definitely reach out to Eric if you can help him with a lot of his missions, right? A lot of giving, a lot of opportunities. There's no shortage of need. Let's fulfill some of that. And uh, we appreciate having you on the Free From Wall Street podcast, man. Really Really glad to be here. Love what you're doing. Cool, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Like what you hear? Be sure to subscribe and head over to freefromwallstreet.com and sign up for our free guides to help you and your family invest with purpose.